Are you looking for a speaker with a passion to inspire other women into kingdom action? Tracy Lynn Russell is ready to come and share inspiration from the heart of the story with your group. Her greatest desire is to help people connect to the power of their own story to advance their unique calling in this world. By connecting with your story, relationships can be mended and hearts can be healed. She believes we can all change the world, sharing one God's story at a time, with one person at a time, and one day at a time. To find out how you can book Tracy for your next speaking engagement, go to TracyLynnRussell.com and request information under the speaker tab. That's TracyLynnRussell.com. Welcome to the heart of the story, where true inspiration begins with Tracy Lynn Russell. Hi, and welcome to the Heart of the Story podcast. I am your host, Tracy Lynn Russell, and this is episode four. So with Thanksgiving just around the corner, I wanted to say I'm thankful for you. And on a personal note, I'd love to hear how the podcast is speaking to your heart. Hey, if you scroll down to the bottom of your podcast, you're going to see an area called ratings and reviews. And just below that is an area that says, write me a review. Your responses are such a gift to me, and it's really a way for others to know how the podcast can help them too. So don't forget to subscribe for free to the Heart of the Story on your favorite podcasting platform. Well, on today's show, you're going to be learning how to awaken the love story of your life. After airing my marriage testimony, by far the most mail I received is people who are fighting against the awful story they're experiencing in their marriages. But this episode really applies to anyone who is fighting the awful story in their head of negativity, discouragement, and hopelessness for the future. You know, I know personally, I've really started to understand the powerful effect of the thoughts that I allow myself to think. And so today you're going to hear a live coaching session where the counselor actually helps me catch a thought or two in my mind. We all need to begin to catch that negative story and give ourselves the power and permission to rewrite it. So today I'm so thankful to have Shannon Roberts, a PhD in marriage counseling and the author of Fall in Love All Over Again, to help us begin to rewrite the love story of our lives. We'll be back with more from the heart of the story after this. Are you ready to empower and activate every woman in your group with the power to share their story? Bring the Art of My Story Weekend Workshop to your next event. At this workshop, women can begin to discover their story, unlock their passion, and unleash their influence for kingdom purpose. This workshop is an interactive way to teach, train, and equip every woman to become a transformational leader and rise up to share her faith story with others. To find out more, go to tracylynrussell.com. That's tracylynrussell.com. And now, back to the heart of the story with Tracy Lynn Russell. Before we get going, I want to send you to my new Facebook page. Drum roll, please. So go to Heart of the Story, at Heart of the Story. There is a little blue area called Send Message, and I would love for you to submit questions to me 
And I'll be answering those questions on a complete episode dedicated to just knowing what's on your heart and offering you the answers to anything you've heard on the podcast. Now let's listen into our expert interview on how to awaken your love story at any stage of life. On today's edition, we're going to be featuring an interview with Shannon Roberts. She is a PhD in professional counseling, and she's also a marriage expert that really works with high conflict marriage restoration. Shannon, thank you so much for being here on the Heart of the Story podcast. Thank you for having me, Tracy. I'm glad to be here. Well, I'm absolutely thrilled that you're here because I know you have valuable information for our listeners and even for me on really what happens when the story of our marriage is just not what we expected in life. And really, you and I have been talking tonight and you've been sharing some information that I thought we needed to get on on this podcast. (laughs) We need to talk. We need to be sharing this conversation. Right. And we really started out talking about the awful story we tell ourselves Mm -hmm. as women. And so I wanted you to just kind of explain that mindset that happens. Absolutely. I will tell you as a marriage counselor, I will do premarital counseling with couples. And then I also have on the other end of the continuum, high conflict um, marriage counseling with couples. And it's so funny how they walk in the room, the premarital couple, they come in and they move the pillows to either side of the the, couch and they sit in the middle of the couch and they're just kind of all up under one another and they have these big deary eyed eyes happy happy. and you know my job as a marriage counselor is to convince them that someday you know they're really going to think that the other person stinks right (laughs) and to take off the rose-colored glasses and to you know have some kind of reality testing with them but then when high conflict couples come in you know they sit at either end of the couch they steer straight ahead they don't even look at one another and um, you can kind of tell in their body language they kind of create a a barrier in between them with the pillows on the couch (laughs) and and my job for them is to convince them of the day that they used to think that they didn't stink right so this is quite the opposite (laughs) so it's really going back and forth in your story Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. we start off the story of the marriage thinking everything is going to be amazing and then we transfer into the story where we Mm -hmm. live life a little bit together we realize oh my goodness, this is hard. This isn't the fairy tale. Right. So um, John Gottman is kind of like the father of marriage and family therapy, and he does all the research, and he calls that when we get married, we have this positive sentiment override. Everything we view in our partner is, you know, goes through our funnel of positivity, and so it comes out interpreted as really good. But time you know, inattention, you know, life, and then, you know, relationship wounds begin to erode that positive sentiment. And over time, with the volume of negativity, sometimes the negative sentiment override um, kind of replaces it. So that story changes in our head. That's so true. So let's talk about that funnel, because I know you really um, had expressed to me that we have the ability to really create a funnel or a sift mm-hmm. in our story that Correct. we can really transfer and change the way we funnel the story of our marriage. So yeah. I wanted you to kind of explain that to our listeners. Right. So there is this place in our brain that really tunes into the things that preoccupy us in our space. Right. So I liken it to, you know, when we're pregnant, you know, when we become pregnant, 
that's all we seem to see is other women that are pregnant or when we're looking for a specific kind of car and then all of a sudden we see everyone's driving that car, right? right? Mm -hmm. So we have this sifter in our head that, you know, if we tell our story about our spouse over and over in our head, it becomes the way that takes up space. And so everything that we see them say or do begins to agree with the story. You wow. know, it adds to that storyline. So really the story we tell ourselves, positive or negative, mm-hmm. begins to filter all of our thoughts. So just like when we're pregnant, we see other pregnant women, we start to notice it all the time. When we buy a mm-hmm. certain car, we mm-hmm. start to notice that car. When we see areas in our spouse's life that we don't like, we yes. tell ourselves that over and over again, mm-hmm. we start to notice it more. Right. So we he start to so reinforce selfish, it. Or mm-hmm. he's so self-serving or he doesn't even notice me anymore. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. Right. So we tell ourselves that negative story and mm-hmm. we reinforce it. Correct. And sometimes we're not even aware how often we play the tape or the video. When we can go through our day and we've all done it. We've been driving our car and we come home and we drive into the driveway and we think, wait, did we, did we just go through that intersection? Mm -hmm. Wait, was it a red light or was it green light? Because sometimes we can take ourselves places in our mind and our bodies can be on autopilot and we're not even aware of it. So it's really like in our marriages, we're able to go into this autopilot state where we're reinforcing the negative and we don't even realize it. Right. But then you also mentioned this trailblazer woman that comes in your office. And I'm really curious about her (laughs) because she's this woman who has decided to start a new path and she's really not wanting the same old, same old Mm -hmm. anymore in her life. Mm -hmm. And so tell me and tell our listeners about this trailblazer woman. Well, quite frankly, I don't know sometimes that she knows that she's walking in as a trailblazer. Okay, A lot of times she's walking in feeling very distant, very broken. I, you know, feeling like I can't get my, you know, husband to counseling. Mm -hmm. Um, There's no hope for my marriage because he won't come. And so we start with what we have and that's her and she's the only one in the room. And so we begin to understand and we begin to accept that, you know, there are things that she can begin doing because let's be honest, a lot of people show up a lot of times in the counseling room wanting to be validated that mm-hmm. their lot in life is terrible, that if their partner would do A, B or C, then they would be happier. But in all reality, um, I don't have that person in my office. And so we have to start with the only thing that we have control over. And that's the person in the room. Wow. And so the power of the mind is where we start. And the Bible talks about it very clearly that we can take thoughts captive and we can renew our mind. And so what we know in um, counseling and in the Bible is that all of our thoughts give rise to our emotions and our emotions fuel our behavior. So if we don't like what we're feeling and we don't like what we're doing, then the originating thought is where we have to start first. Wow. Okay. So the trailblazer woman walks in your office. (laughs) I can't call her a trailblazer. I just like that. (laughs) Uh, But she doesn't feel like a trailblazer, but she just wants something different. Correct. And maybe when she walks in your office, she's thinking, it's all my husband. And Mm -hmm. if he were here, it would all be solved. But Mm -hmm. then she meets you, Shannon, and you become the person that starts to challenge her on her thoughts. Correct. And not just focus on her emotions, but you're like, hey, 
you have the ability to change your thoughts. Right. And and so I can you, validate her emotions all day long. Right. But if we keep her there, she's not going to get on a path of potential change in her life, whether it's her life, whether it's her relationship, she's not going to find the power from within to make shifts and changes. And it has to start in her thoughts. Okay. So we're in the thoughts of this woman and she's ready to start something new. Correct. So tell me kind of how you start to catch your story Mm -hmm. and how you start to tell yourself a new story in your head, because that's going to be her responsibility, right? Right. Right. So you said a great word. You said challenge her thoughts. So if we don't, identify what the thoughts are first, capture them, Mm -hmm. then we can't like renew them. So we start with just the old story. What is this negative sentiment story that she's, so yes, we're going to go in, we're going to let her do her complaining, understand that yes, a lot of what's going on in her life is not such a great story. And yes, I understand. And now she's not in it alone and the courage that it takes for her to be there. Mm Mm-hmm. But we can't leave her there, right? Right. So then we challenge those thoughts and we begin formulating the other story. And so sometimes that's taking them clear back to the dreary eyes on the couch all up under each other. Where did their story start? Mm -hmm. So lots of exercises that can kind of get them back in touch with that old story, that those old emotions that will begin to resurface. And a lot of people say, well, that's just not who they are today. They're not that person. And um, I ch- we begin challenging those and, again, impregnating that thought to look for different. Really, is that true 100% of the time? And so now they're challenged. Oh, well, now I, I don't know if it's going to be true 100% of the time. So wow. they begin seeing their husband differently and begin noticing the other little things. You know, you look at a crime scene, right? Police officers right. come to the crime scene and there's two eyewitnesses. Well, of course they're going to take both testimonies of the eyewitnesses because each one saw an angle or a version and that creates the whole story. And so we're kind of creating this detective mentality. Okay, this is true from this angle, but what's the truth from the other angle? Wow. So... I I like what you just said, because I think in the art of my story, I try to teach women that there's um, many views, many perceptions, real or perceived to the story of our lives. And and we each have a unique perception. Correct. It's not always everyone's perception. It's our unique perception. But we're still responsible to kind of figure out what that is. Right. And so let's let's practice me and you for a second. Okay. Uh Oh, so let's catch let's catch some stories we tell ourselves as women. Okay. Okay? All right. I'm going to try one and you try to tell me what would be a new way I could. Okay. I could do this. So let's say in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, my husband is not emotional. He never connects with me on an emotional level. What would you be challenging me to catch in my story of what I'm telling myself Mm -hmm. in my head? So four questions. I mean, um, first of all, as a detective and we're gaining evidence, right? Four questions. (laughs) (laughs) Is this true? Okay. Um, So I began looking at the word I call never a 10 word. You know, it drives very 10 or high intensity emotions Mm -hmm. sometimes if we just shift just one word and bring that 10 word to a five like sometimes yeah my husband 
seldom or sometimes doesn't catch me right Mm -hmm. Uh, emotionally so that could be more true right and sometimes that just shifts a little bit of an emotion to think oh well that means sometimes he might okay so then we begin identifying the times that he does occasionally connect with you emotionally and then the second question is is this helpful Ooh. Yes. So if it was your best friend sitting on the couch Mm -hmm. and you told a story and your best friend said, wow, your husband never connects with you emotionally. He's just not there for you. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would keep that person as my best friend, but yet this is what we do to ourselves. So we're not very friendly to ourselves Mm. or to our marriage. We're not choosing our marriage over and above this negative sentiment, right? Wow. Yeah. So the third question is, is there anything that I said in that, you know, um, sentence that is in disagreement to my belief set morally, ethically, or spiritually? And so I make them go in and find scripture or a belief set that, you know, um, challenges that thought. Okay. So help me with my, help me with my scripture. I I'm Mm -hmm. putting you on the spot right Uh now because we haven't really rehearsed this, but Uh how would you challenge mine with scripture? So tell me again, the sentence, do you remember what you said? So I think I said that my husband is not emotional with me. He's Mm -hmm. not emotionally there for me. Correct. So you begin looking at emotional scriptures. So obviously the, the first one that comes immediately to my head is the first Corinthians 13. You know, love is patient. Love is kind. Is there anything in that love chapter that talks about emotional connection? Long suffering. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. But does it say that love means my husband is going to be emotionally connecting with me? Ouch, not really. Yeah, so so once we begin answering these questions, so the first three were all no's. It's not a never. It's not helpful. Okay, love might not necessarily mean we always feel emotionally connected. Right. So the last one is then if I get three no's or at least one, this is called a triple irrational thought. So then what is a different perspective? And so what is a little bit more true, a little okay. bit more helpful, a little bit more along the lines, right? So um, more true, we've already changed the never word. Sometimes he's not. Mm -hmm. And helpful, well, what is something more helpful, you know, and beginning to transfer the power back to her. What is helpful? I can be more emotionally connected to my husband. Mm. And then the last one, love is long-suffering even when we see fault in our partner. And so sometimes we have to slice it very thin to find at least the first renewed thoughts and then that begins to shift and and women begin to put their original love stories back together they can arouse you know the new emotion set which gives them power to begin changing themselves in the situation which can be pretty impactful and influential right and i i like what you said is that we don't have to respond to the old stories in mm-hmm. our head. We can start to think a new story right. and really change our thoughts. So let's mm-hmm. review those questions. I want to hear. I want to hear them one more time, okay. starting <laughs> from the top because they were really good. There were four of them. Uh-huh. The first one is: Is, is this true? Is this true? Mm-hmm. The second one is: Is this helpful? Is this helpful? Okay. The third one is: This lined up with my moral, ethical, or spiritual belief set. Wow. Okay. And is that the one where we go to scripture? Yes. Okay. And then the last one. 
is there a different perspective? Wow. Is there another angle from the, the scene that we can give testimony to? Okay, that's absolutely incredible. I want to thank you so much for coming today and helping us have that slight mindset shift right. with those powerful questions. And I know I really want to get into more of a coaching mindset where we ask those powerful questions and we let women really answer those for themselves instead Correct. of telling them what yeah. to do or telling them how to mm -hmm. think we're allowing each person space, yeah. space for them to figure it out for themselves. And then I want to end on one thing that you told me about, because I want to start doing this. And that was the daily affirmations. So then once we get those, once we begin shifting these old, you know, statements or patterns, then we begin creating now a different story in our mind, right? Mm -hmm. That we can um, find affirming ways or um, begin getting back in touch with, you know, how we used to feel or think um, towards our spouse. And then I, I basically ask them to spend time there just like you know, daily hygiene. I ask them wow. to bathe in these new affirming thoughts, spend time in prayer and meditation with them. Wow. So you think we can actually reawaken the love story of our life, even without the partner? Yeah, that's why I call them trailblazers, because right. they might be on this new path by themselves for a little while. Mm -hmm. And but yet the little shifts they can do in the way they think and feel and behave can really bring impactful influence over to their partner as well. I totally agree. So before we leave, I want to thank you so much <laughs> for <welcome>. coming. <laughs> uh, last minute, but you got here. And I want to thank you for this. And thank you for your work helping people really rewrite their love story. And I know if our listeners are interested, I want to leave them with information how they can find you online. You can go to my website, um, shannonrobertscounseling.com, and that's only spelled with one N, S-H-A-N-O-N-R-O-B-E-R-T-S, counseling.com. Um, you can get my free ebook there. I'll have that all um, ready for you um, for anyone that would like to go and, and download it. And then also, I think it would be neat. I'm going to try to get those four questions and leave those in the show notes for all of our listeners so they can start on the process of really renewing their mind, catching their thoughts and reawakening their love story. Correct. So thank you, Shannon, for coming. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. What a great interview. And I am so excited that you have these tools to start daily finding ways of positively affirming your partner so you can rewrite the love story in your life. And if you're interested in the specifics of this program and how you can become a trailblazer in your relationships, or you just want to start asking yourself these powerful questions for change, go to my website at tracylynrussell.com and check out the notes for this episode at the Heart of the Story podcast. Thank you for listening. This is Tracy Lynn Russell with the Heart of the Story. Would you like a way to find your story every day? Go to tracylynrussell.com and register for the free download on her website.